Welcome to Spaghetti Shootout, everyone. Ryan won the last one, and Mark is just striving to get back in that winner's circle. Sound familiar? Well, if it does to you, think about how it feels for Mark. You know the drill. Our contestants debate their opinions and are awarded points solely at my, Jimmy here, discretion. The real highlight is sure to be the meatball of the month. You've submitted topic ideas in the comments via email, phone, carrier pigeon, and much more. We've selected one to add to the mix. Our Meatball of the Month winners get a prize in addition to the fame. This month's package includes Viper HS 2.5 to 10 by 44 Pro Series Rings, Torque Wrench, $100 apparel package, and of course, that cameo from Mark Boardman. We love the comments, so let's see a few from that last episode. At John Marshall III 6828 Ryan, do you know why Crocs have holes? To let your dignity seep out. The judge is coming into question with this one from Papa's Woodshop 4873. It is looking more and more like a setup. Mark clearly won that one. Last but not least, Rich7331 says, Mark's like a lab and Ryan a German Shepherd dog. One's all goof and one is all serious. And that's it, everybody. It's time to exit the Caveat Corral onto our main street for the big shootout. Okay, we are off to a hot start here on this spaghetti shootout. I don't even know what number we're on anymore. All I know is that these guys have already been sending fireballs each other's way. And you can see by the scoreboard, Ryan is already up two to one. That yeah, was just from what, some diggers I, before the cameras really even got rolling. I know what number we're on. Ryan has two. Well, there you go. Ryan's record is uh, significantly skewed towards the winning column. Mark's <laughs> is significantly t- skewed towards the losing column. Let's see if we can change that here. We'll bring up topic number one. Thanks for not getting into the details of the numbers there, Jim. Sure, Just kind of sure. glossing over that. Ryan's going to start us out because he won the last one. And this first topic is most convincing outdoor infomercial. Ryan, please begin. I feel bad for Mark right away because I know what he's going to pick because we're going to pick the same thing. (laughs) And because he saw these topics ahead of time, I didn't. I am fired up about this. The answer is absolutely and unquestionably the banjo minnow. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The banjo minnow is a product that I wanted so bad when I was a kid. So bad. Their commercial, their program was unfrickin' believable. The only product that's guaranteed to trigger the genetic response that fish have to strike, the banjo minnow. It came in like a 188-piece set, multicolored, multi-sized. It had jig heads, it had weights, it had springs, weedless hook attachments. I begged my dad to buy one, and he's like, absolutely not. My mom and I went to Shopco. They had the banjo minnow on closeout. Shopco, great I begged story. her to buy it. She says, don't tell your father. I took it to BWCA. I was on Gunflint Lake. My dad caught me. He was disappointed. I caught a smallmouth right in front of him. Never caught another fish with it. Wow. Uh, Ryan is right. There is only one winner of this category, and it is the banjo minnow. Jim, when these commercials came out, they came out in a time period where really outdoor television really wasn't a thing. I mean, you struggled to find some outdoor video content. I watched the banjo minnow commercial no less than 110 times. Coincidentally, it's a 110-piece set, but if you buy now, you get two sets and the DVD. Jim, this was a comprehensive kit, and I guarantee... Oh, also the underwater underwater footage. Unreal. I mean, unbelievable. Like Ryan said, they are genetically predisposed to strike. I don't know where this guy was from, but his accent was strong and convincing. There were so many times that I wanted to hit that buy now button, but I never did. 
based on principle that it was a fishing lure on an infomercial that I guarantee will work. It's like the original swim bait. You can fish it as a jig. Uh, you can uh, fish it free fall like a Sanko. Banjo Minnow, hands down. Love it. Bye. <laughs> All right, I, I appreciate how quickly you wrapped it up there. You, you lost one just for going over a bit. God, you're but... such a stickler with the time lately. I know, I know. It's because we've learned that uh, all these young people on YouTube really have short attention just, spans. I'll say this, like, okay, I'm going to throw shade at Roland Martin. The helicopter lure, like, I just don't think I it would be an it. effective lure. I, you proved it, but I look at the banjo minnow and I say, yes, that will work. One fish. I've never used it. It will work. One fish. When you see the, the slow rate of fall of that thing, dude, it is like the modern Senko. Yeah. It's in their genes. Mark, you did get one more point than Ryan on that round, despite the fact that we're tied up. You started from a one-point deficit. Oh, okay. But I was yeah. amazed at how Made much up a little you ground. packed into a minute there. Even with Ryan covering it before, like I am pretty passionate about this one. I can tell. Have you ever fished with it, though? No, but I would. Because no one ever sent it for you free. Three points. One with you, Jimmy Hamilton. He's probably got a couple in his basement yeah, on I'll open. I <laughs> uh, Like Mark said, it's just the same joke recycled every time, but it never gets old somehow. Yeah, but it hurts. Uh, you know us. what? It hurts the same every time, though. Well, right. So, yeah, maybe that's hopefully why we you keep, get satisfaction out yeah, of that. Yeah, maybe that's why we keep enjoying it so much. Topic number two. <laughs> this is very simple. Mark's going to start this. Ryan started the last one. As simple as it gets, folks, best cheese. Please begin, Mark. All right, Jim. I'm going to give, okay, all. All cheese is great. But now I'm just going to devolve from that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I got to pick one, Jim. Would you just let me finish? Would you let me finish? Uh, you got to go with a sharp cheddar. It is the most versatile of all the cheeses. Number one, it tastes great on its own. It tastes great on a grilled cheese. It tastes great on a burger. Now, do I love Swiss? Do I love provolone? Do I love Munster? Do I love all the cheeses? A good blue cheese on a mushroom? Uh, burger, mushroom Swiss burger with some blue cheese. It's phenomenal, but you got to go with cheddar. Everybody loves cheddar. It makes a great cheese curd. You, you can put it on a salad. You can do anything with a cheddar. It never disappoints. Ryan, would you like to... I'll Mark, I'll take it from here. Revive us all. The here. answer is American. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my answer is goat, and I realize that that's pretty wild. Goat cheese is a soft cheese, but I love how, sh like, that sour that kind of sour bite that it has. That Almost pungent, like a, gamey musk? Yes, oh, delicious. Correct. If you haven't had, if you haven't had a, well, Mark, they bring you your damn cheese on a platter. Some guy wearing a suit with a towel over his arm and he calls you Mr. Boardman. Yeah, it's like, you don't know the, the difference the, between any of them. It's the silver one with like the yeah, uh, intricate correct. work on it. Yeah. Yep, I bet you get a new one of him every time too. Uh, anyway, goat cheese on a grilled cheese is a pretty damn special sandwich. If you really want to spice it up, you put a little cracked black pepper on there, or maybe even a little dill. I think he's on crack. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Goat cheese, the best cheese, hands down. If I'm gonna snack on a cheese, it's goat cheese, stuffed dates with it, put it on crackers, put it, put it on a sandwich. It also goes good on a salad. It goes good anywhere cheese goes. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Make a cheese, yes, make a cheese dip. Oh, sharp cheddar. When you make a goat cheese grilled cheese sandwich, yep. is goat cheese the sole cheese? Yeah, man. So there's Dude, no other cheese. Five no. points cheese. lost for that. That's I'm sorry that you don't have a distinguished 
palette mark. I have a very much like your T-shirt selection, childlike. Your palette, childlike. Sharp cheddar was. It's the right answer. I'm not saying. Is it's it the not, best cheese? I'm it's not unanswered. saying it's. I'm not saying that it's not basic. I'm just saying that's the right answer. So the right answer to the question "What is best?" is always the most basic answer. No, not always, but sometimes. Well, in this case, you thought it was, and I, I disagree. Now, neither of you really won a lot of points. There was a lot of, there was a lot of side thoughts going on there. It, it ended up with Ryan, after that round, being ahead, but only 25 to 21. So, Mark, you, you gained and lost some points there. Ryan, you even, at one point, I took away some points. I can't even remember what for. Because I, I said goat. Uh, it no. went down. Well, I don't think that was it, but... I do remember Mark lost some points for saying you like blue cheese. Something, Wait, you don't like blue something. cheese? No. Blue cheese melted in with a mushroom Swiss burger and caramelized onions? Not good. Extremely good. I know a lot of people like blue cheese, Can we, like, ask the audience? Where's that button? How many people in the... I guarantee you don't want to ask the audience, I do. Mark, because it will be more people who say blue cheese is not good than people who say they like but it. But goat cheese is good? At you least know, goat you know cheese isn't moldy. You know what? I'm happy to be losing by less. Blue this cheese time. could be could be the greatest scam of all time, because Incorrect. somebody somebody walked into the fridge, the big walk-in fridge at a cheese factory, and said, oh, "Wait a minute, what's back here?" And they pushed some cheese aside, and there was last month's forgotten cheese at the back. And they thought, "Oh, what are we gonna do? This is so much wasted money." And then somebody else came in and said. I know Jeff, because everybody in Wisconsin is named Jeff. They said, we'll sell it and call it blue. But fancy but blue. But we'll spell it the wrong way around. We'll mix up the vowels. Blau. Blau. We'll call it blau. It'll be French. And everyone will love it. And yes. then all these people forced it down their gullets and pretended to like it because it was French. And you know I wouldn't do that. I, you were really consider, agreeing with me as I was going on with my scenario there. Um, he gets to talk about a you distinguished like blue cheese, palette. You've been scammed. There. <laughs> Topic number three. I think we're going to come up on a meatball. Am I correct? Uh, fourth wall there. Coming up on a meatball. Let's see what we got here. This one comes from a man named Wyatt Graham 5711. It's from YouTube. It was a comment. And don't forget, folks, before we go into Wyatt's question here for these two gentlemen. Don't forget that you could be part of this. You could actually somehow uh, be made famous, just like Wyatt Graham here, <laughs> by having your questions submitted and, and read aloud and debated on a spaghetti shootout by being a meatball of the month. I had to find my words there for We're a second. I would have subtracted points for myself for being a little bit, uh, a little bit off base there. On We're my, impacting my lives, Jim. We are impacting lives. Yeah. Wyatt's, of course, going to win some amazing prizes. You saw that at the beginning of the episode. And, of course, the notoriety. So thank you very much. Ryan, you're going to start this one. His question is, if you were to bribe Jim for the win of a spaghetti shootout, how would you do it? I'm very interested to see how you two would go about bribing me. Please begin. This is a multi-pronged approach. First things first, do not bring him a lasagna. Okay? That is an inadequate bribe. It was a gift. It was a bribe. It was a, the second it was a thing gift. is a Jaguar XJ, a right-hand drive um, Japanese SUV or light truck of any kind, um, and a super fun project car that could be turned into a rally monster with a rotary motor in it. 
Um, it doesn't hurt to throw a couple of gigantic turbos in the back uh, because if there's one thing I know about Jim is the weirder the car, the harder it is to get it to work, the more fun he's going to have with it. I'm also never going to ask him to give me anything because I know that somebody in his life is constantly begging for his affirmation, attention, and um, a lot of, uh, what, what do we call this? Um, well, he's trying to bribe him, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Always trying to bribe him for the win. And if he doesn't get his way, he gets all fussy about it. I'd never do that to Jim. Thanks, Ryan. All right, this is an excellent question, and I've been asking myself this question uh, <laughs> every episode of Spaghetti Shootout. Ryan, how are you doing it? And I guarantee you have not divulged any of your trade secrets, but guaranteed you've been bribing Jim uh, for nearly every win of Spaghetti Shootout. Now, uh, the lasagna, that was a gift, and that was from the heart. I'd like to ask Ryan how many of these things, uh, nice things he's ever done for Jim out of the goodness of his heart. Oh, zero. Interesting. Now, here's how I'd bribe Jim. Uh, I'd get him a couple Subaru t-shirts. He loves a good car t-shirt, and these are realistic things. I'd also casually bring up episodes of Grand Tour, maybe ask him what Jeremy Clarkson did that was interesting today. Were you mocking Jeremy? I'm not mocking Jim. Jeremy he loves Clarkson these things. Okay. Maybe a little bit of mocking. And uh, yeah, and then we would just uh, enjoy casual conversation about car. I'd ask him about his cars. Off we go. Very interesting. I thought Mark's was actually pretty good. The Subaru T-shirts was me. pretty. The Subaru T-shirts pretty solid. Always a good, always yeah. a good bet. Uh, Ryan, I was shocked to see that you had so many examples. Usually, you're much more. I well, I had to discredit Mark right away for the lasagna. Right, but then there was like uh, the XJ? A, ja a Jag. Yep, that was a good one. You could have just stuck with that yep. and just you know, gone on about that. But then we went into, there was a right-hand drive, yep. Japanese 4x4, yep. and then there was something weird. Fun project rally car. Yeah, point of order, car, point of order. Turbos. I say multiple things, I get detracted No, I know, points. that's why I wasn't giving him as many points as he could have gotten. I slowed on the points. Fair enough. Stay in line, loser. I also did say I'll Predetermined never- Predetermined outcomes. <laughs> I'll never say about points. When Jim's being cavalier with points for you, you I watched that last episode of Spaghetti Shoot. Not the last, the last episode that I won. The rage building in your side, your body is visible and palpable. I don't know, Mark. It's hard Can to I get think. a uh, point for palpable? I used a big word once. That was a good point word. Thank you, Mark. Words are hard. For I me do today. ask for points sometimes. You got a point for that. Usually, you get points for big words, right? Thanks, bud. So. Let's move on to topic number four. I'm a little uncomfortable now. Why? What happened? I don't oh, know. I, I just you? now I know what you guys are. Uh, now I know what you guys are up to. It seems like you guys are, are on to me. <laughs> topic number you, four. You Who love started Jeremy that? Clarkson. I do love Jeremy Clarkson, and that's not something that needs to be mocked, Mark. <laughs> You're gonna start topic number four. <laughs> I like. <laughs> this is this is a good, <laughs> this is a good one. One hand warmer, where do you stick it? Assuming very, very cold hunt, and uh, you're gonna be outside for a while, obviously freezing, and uh, Mark, well, let's hear it. Where would you stick it? Begin. All right, Jim, uh, the answer to this question depends entirely on the outcome of this episode of Spaghetti Shootout. Uh, <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, 
Other than that, hey, I've been in this situation before. You think you brought two, you've only brought one. What a pickle it is. 10 degrees to below freezing today. Ryan, we hunted in some conditions like that before. 10 degrees to below Oh, excuse me, freezing. below zero, I should 10 say. 10 degrees to below freezing, is that 42 degrees? I, you know, actually, They're still below freezing. At first I didn't notice They're still how weird below... that sounded, but now I do, and yeah, you lost the point. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm going with uh, just the, the pocket. I'm either gonna, can I pick two? I'm gonna go with one. Oh, just do it. I haven't been using my muff as much lately, so I'm gonna put it in this pocket and then keep this hand warm. Okay. And then I'm gonna alternate pockets. I'm just gonna go left, right, left, right, because you gotta keep your hands warm. That You gotta be able to press that trigger, operate your release. You're gonna sacrifice some warmth in a few other places. But I'm just going with the single pocket with a rotation. Okay. Mark, all right, Ryan? Pretty good answer, Mark. Uh, I'm gonna put mine actually between my shoulder blades uh, along the spine where the uh, there's a lot of vascularity. The aorta's hooking up right there. Really, because um, if I was gonna do something like that, I would have gone like a you know lower back along the kidneys. See, there's a lot of musculature there, and that's gonna soak up a lot of that heat without warming up anything else. You put it right between, just low of the scapulas. Heat rises. That's true, Mark. You're correct. But just lower the scapulas. Uh, I'm going to heat up all that stuff. There's a lot of blood moving in there. You're going to feel warmer than you actually are. Do I have to concede to the fact that my hands are going to get cold without the hand warmer? I do. But I didn't lose my glove. I am not. Mark, where's my glove? Boardman, I have gloves. I have my muff. Everything's totally fine. My hands are warm. I was wearing my down puffy vest and down coat, so my core is perfectly fine. He's, he's got you there. Where's my glove? How do you keep the hands over there? I gotta know. What are you gonna do? I don't use oh, those yeah. things, Jim. If I had to, <laughs> for I'd, use duct, I'd use duct tape. But you would duct tape it to your yeah, skin? Yeah, but I don't use them. You gotta then get down to your skin I in mean, so weather. so convenient. Yeah, hold on. You lose a point for inconvenience. It just doesn't make sense. The guy couldn't pick what you pocket he was going to use. Can I pick two pockets to put one hand warmer in? No, I was it, well. That wasn't two things. The thing was the muff, because then you can actually do two hands. But I just I haven't been using the muff lately because I it's an extra thing. I'm reducing my things. Oh yeah, I forgot you're on the I'm on the reduction of equipment. I am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a while for him to reduce <laughs> down to normal levels. Yeah, correct. Well, hey, uh, it, it, believe it or not, Mark is up one point. Look at the level of excitement on his face. God, don't blow it. <laughs> We're going into topic five. That's just it, Mark. Don't blow it. But I, th it could be to your advantage here that you're going to be going second on this topic number five. Let's see what it is. Oh, boy, howdy. <clears throat> So this one's a little bit unique, folks, if you haven't seen the topic pop up, if you're just listening right now. This just says, best buck grunt, bleat, and snort wheeze. Now, what we're actually going to do is have our contestants here give their best buck grunt, bleat, <coughs> and snort wheeze. It's not so much a debate as it is a competition of who can make the best sounds. Now, we don't have any tools at their disposal right now, so Should've it's all... <laughs> it's all oh. <laughs> it's Gosh, all up to them cute. and what they can do just straight up so uh, Ryan we won't even put a time on it because you just have to make three call noises huh okay when you are ready please commence uh, uh, just go in order buck grunt bleat and snort wheeze okay uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm -hmm. damn good. I don't know. Were you burping or were you? No. Uh, uh. Okay, that's, 
That's okay. very good. <clears throat> and then, and then, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I, you know what? I just realized I did that point system wrong. We already discussed this, but me and the fourth wall over there. Mm -hmm. What were you at, Ryan? You were up like what? I was down. down a point on Mark. Mark was you up. You were down a point on 42, Mark. Okay, here, 43. wait. No, 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 no. So you're right. I was gonna give it a I was gonna give it a okay, everybody, we're we're watching Jim lose points here. There's 30 possible points here. Okay. I have to give it a grade between one and ten. And so then that's how that's how we're gonna do this. Okay, so my apologies. Uh, if I were to go back and grade Ryan's buck grunt, that's getting that that that's getting a ten. I'm gonna give him a ten. Very good, very good. Uh, let's see, did that work? Yep. Now on his bleat, I would say that was uh, it's a seven, solid seven. And then the snort wheeze, I'd go eight. They were all very good sounds. Thank you, James. So, did that work? Hold on, I don't think the plus six registered. There it is. That puts you at 66, Ryan. All right, Mark, your turn. Oh boy. <clears throat> no, thank you. Now I'm nervous. Like I, I wouldn't have been let, I, you said that was would be- It was pretty good, you gotta admit. Going those... second would be good. I don't think going second was- I don't know if it helped. Just not a good idea. All right, but hey, that's the 30 way the, possible that's points, the Mark. Fall. 30 okay. possible points. And begin. I'm gonna give you a point just for the hilarious mark. Okay. That <clears throat> I I. I'll give you. Can a, I have one? Huh? Like <laughs> one, two. I don't know. I'll give you a three. Thanks. Oh. All right. Time okay. to time to play I'll, some I'll, some catch up a little, here. A little bleat. A little bleat. Give you a six. Okay. And All right. Finally, the snort wheeze. Ten. You get a ten for that one. I like how much uh, body you put into it. A lot of face, too. Not a lot enough. of face. Not enough. I knew... Those were good. Those were really good. Right. And yeah. actually mine, I think I can do better than that. I got so nervous though that my mouth got dry. It's the nerves. But you know what? When you're in the stand, Mark, and you got a big old buck just nearby that you're trying to bring in a little closer, you might I be mean, a little nervous. I mean, here's the, the deal. The, the that's, why, that, that's why I use calls, right? I mean, I've used my voice before, but I like to bring calls. And if I need to stop a buck, it's generally just a meh, meh, meh. Sure. And then off you go, sure. which has worked. Well, there's that. Mark, sorry to say. Fair enough. But hey, after all that, that last topic was a doozy. Ryan had some good calls. Mm. It's 66 to 63. You came back on that last one, though. Your snort wheeze got a 10. Thank you. For effort. Thank you for that. Really. So, 66 to 63. Ryan wins again. Ryan, of course, as we know, you'll get a last crack, and you're probably going to tell us something really responsible and dad-like. Uh, why don't you just get it over with? <laughs> 
Tim, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Speaking of responsibility, headshots are rarely responsible when we're looking at white-tailed deer. Um, try to shoot for the thoracic cavity. It's just very reliable. Lungs, heart, heart, lungs, high shoulder, all of that's totally fine. Um, place your bullets well. Place your bullets wisely. May you have phenomenal luck this hunting season. That's my last crack. May your bullets fly like the wings of an eagle. I'll follow that with the important thing is you got them. <laughs> uh, good follow, Mark. Good follow. Okay. Well, everybody, you saw it here. We had an interesting round today. Now we know what Mark and Ryan will do to try and bribe me for the next one. And I'll let you know if that actually happens and if it works, more importantly. Otherwise, though, uh, that's what we got for you. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. See ya. Here's the deal, Boardman. And if anybody is ready? Like into gaming the freaking system, I feel it's like, you. I feel like How we're ready. I want Mark's you to... caffeine level is like a fuel tank, and right now it started at full, and it's... I want to get us. I want to get us started while you. Still... I don't want a delay of game, but I want to know how you think I game the system. He's like an alkaline battery where the power really just starts to get dim. You as it will gets take. Lower. So let's take advantage. Advantage, and this is I believe it's either inherent or uh, derived from your three gun days, where you do countless stupid things to give yourself an edge. <laughs>